Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I heard you that time. I do my best. <laughs> Zach, did you hear me? Yes. Beautiful. Love to love to see it. Love to hear it. Love to see it. <laughs> How we all doing? It is the first Wednesday of 2022. Oh, yeah. Ah. Happy New Year. It's the first It Is Wednesday, my dudes. <sighs> ah. Even though this will be the second week, technically, of the New Year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we release it. But that's, still. That's on me. It's the first time we've gathered since the New Year. The first time we've gathered on a Wednesday. Since the new year. How's everyone's 2022 going so far? Fine. Fine. I gotta say I'm doing, I still, pretty, I'm doing pretty good. I still don't have heat. I thought your power was back on. The power is back on, but apparently the heat is not connected to the power. It's connected to the furnace. So it is about 52 degrees in here right now. <gasps> oh, that sucks. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You can it makes getting out of bed very hard. You can because record I'm in a blanket if you want. Oh, I am like, got my, my Boston Red Sox. If only you could do the sleeping bag thing that I always do. If you don't have one, you should get um, one of those heated throw blankets, like the electric ones. I would I keep... literally never get out of bed. Oh my god, I have one on my bed, and I have a throw blanket too, like for the couch. And basically, I put it on the couch when I'm october november and then it doesn't leave the couch until spring it's that on there sound, right now it sounds very really nice. really nice it's really hard to get out of bed right now because i get all curled up under all these blankets and then i'm like the winter awaits yeah no yeah i would simply hibernate oh and also showering is the worst oh wait do you have hot water well i have not cold water, but it's more just like, yeah, getting wet and being very cold. That sounds very unpleasant. I'm very sorry. That doesn't sound fun. I mean, people here have it a lot worse. People have been stuck, like, in traffic, like, overnight. Um, the Amtrak trains going through Virginia have, like, shut down. Like, people haven't eaten in 20 hours and the bathrooms are all stopped up. It's awful. Like... Our state literally just fell apart. Yeah, I was going to say, it is terrible that people are experiencing this, but for perspective, Zach, how many inches of snow were on the ground? Oh, like, at, when it all hit all together, six? 
This is a warm up in New York. Literally six inches of snow. The the new <laughs> the New York State power grid is like I will grow under any conditions, and then the Virginia power grid is like I'm allergic to tap water. Again, it's terrible that, like, people are, like, experiencing all the problems that this causes, but you would think that a state that knows there is a possibility of receiving the occasional six inches of snow might have a plan in place. I think, I think other places in the state got hit worse. Um, like, we got snow for sure, but actually, no, we got hit pretty bad because the snow on top of my car was hefty. Yeah. I would say we got maybe six, between six and eight inches. Like, Probably I can understand eight, why, I like, on the occasional, like, the occasional, like, freak storm where they actually get even, like, the slightest dusting in, like, the Florida panhandle or whatever. That <laughs> I can under- I can understand people freaking out there because that literally never happens. But I feel like Virginia's We're not the- that far south. Yeah, Virginia's one of those states where I feel like you probably deal with snow once or twice a year. So it, maybe prepare it, for it. It really doesn't snow here that much, but it snows enough that like we have plows. Yeah. So like, 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 like we were able to plow the streets. Like when Texas got hit, and they were like, um, <laughs> like, help. yeah, um, no, like we have the equipment. We know what to do. It just doesn't happen that often, or so I'm told. I haven't really been down here. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I think the snow's supposed to hit us on Friday. It just took so little to decimate our power grid. Like it is a little sad. It is from, a little sad. Yeah, coming from native New York State folks. This is one of the times where where I'm like, yes, I am from New York, and this is nothing to me. And I will dig out my snow with the snow brush that I keep in my car at all times. Oh my god, I remember when I was still in college, my boyfriend at the time was texting me, because, like, it was another one of those instances where Virginia had gotten, like, three inches of snow, and everyone was freaking out, and, like, even, like, the military was not going into work. And I'm like, I just walked through a foot of snow for class today. Yeah. (laughs) You little wimps. When I uh, moved to Columbus, Ohio for grad school, the day after I moved in, I moved in on a Saturday. On the Sunday, there was a major windstorm. I know the story. Yeah, uh, like really extreme. Like they still, I still come across articles about it on occasion. There was a giant pine tree outside of my door that actually got uprooted and fell over, but the power got knocked out, and it was out for six days and three hours. And I did not have hot water, which was why I was thinking about that. Uh, that I showered in ice water for a week. I did that. I did that yesterday. Cool. Not fun. At least when it happened to me, it was mid-September, so it wasn't as bad. But still, like, I was in this brand new city, and I didn't know anybody or where anything was, and I had to shower for a week. And... I had just stocked my fridge with like a hundred dollars worth of food from the grocery store. Ended up having to throw it all away. Oh no. Yeah, because I just moved in, so I didn't have yeah. food. So I just bought a bunch of food and threw it all away. I don't think I ever heard that exact detail. Well, it was real oh, depressing. No. And then was... I had I tried nice stuff, stuff to eat that didn't require cooking or refrigeration. I was eating a lot of peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, and boy. uh 
<laughs> I got this box of like little Ritz Bits crackers. Uh, and I was like, I'll just eat this as a snack. And then it got full of ants. I reached my hand in, brought out a few, and they were no. ants, and I lost it. Oh, that was a bad week. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. So here's yeah. the weird thing about Virginia. Our, like, the building clearly lost power. Like, I went out into the hallway, the, and the lights were out. But my apartment only lost part of its power, which I had never seen before. Like, my living room and, like, half my kitchen had power. My dining room, where my where my Wi-Fi is connected, and my bedroom did not have power. So my, like, microwave worked, but my fridge and freezer didn't. Um, I didn't have internet, but like it was one. It was also one of those things where I had just gone grocery shopping as well, um, except I only eat plants, so I, like it just kind of refroze when the power came back on, <laughs> and we're all good. Well, that's a slightly better outcome than yeah. No other story. I, all things considered, I'm uh, in a very fortunate position compared to a lot of other people right now that's good we love to hear it gotta go to cancun do the real american thing <laughs> no, america you're first uh, fuck you from over here you're gonna you're just gonna go to drop people off and you're coming right back oh my god he that man has never made a mistake in his whole life because everything is always somebody else's fault cancun it was his daughter's. When he retweeted porn, it was his communication staff. Like, he's never done any of this. Yeah. Again, I think it's... every day about the poor staffer that had to take the fall for that and probably got fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it's just a shame he surrounds himself with such bad people. He should think about his circles more. Wink wonk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our first question today I came across on Twitter, and I really love, and of course, tweet will be linked below, I really love the, like, the preface to the question in the tweet, which is, please answer this question that's, like, threatening to tear my household apart. Do cats have lips? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel those little lips all the time, and they rub their little mm -hmm. faces on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think in my mind of, like, what defines a lip. I mean, I don't think... A lip doesn't have to be, like, as big as, like, human lips are. You know, like, there's, like... This is technically called the lip of a cup. This is true. You know? So, I wish I had a cat nearby for visual aid, but I, uh... I mean, you could definitely go it. get one. Well, Nyx wouldn't be helpful because everything just blends and she sucks matter into her void. Uh, but Luna, maybe. Oh. Go grab Luna. I saw the guy who, who did my arm and just, like, my tattoos. He posted on his, um instagram video he's bringing his cat into the shop today and it's just like a video of him and his cat just straight vibing <laughs> cat with job beautiful mm -hmm. i mean you're probably right about the like yes they do but saying the phrase out loud 
cats have lips sounds so wrong to me in a way that I, I know, can't quite articulate. I mean, I know dogs have lips. Like, I know Echo has lips, but they're just, like, under the fur. But, like, if you, like, like lift it up, as you do sometimes to check their teeth or, or whatnot, like, that's definitely 100% a lip. I like that you even put in a reason, like, to check their teeth. Like, I'm not here just bothering my dog. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I definitely bother her. I'm just like, hello. Yeah, but, just be know. like, look at your, like, not even in, like, yeah. oh, I want to make sure you didn't, like, get anything in there. I'm like, look at your little teeth. Well, but also, every time I've ever had to pry anything out of her mouth, like, <laughs> it... it you gotta really get in there. And now I like actually like, no, hold on, I'm gonna open up this question on my on Twitter on my phone because I wanna know like what people said to this. And I wanna know like just the fact that it's phrased as answer this question that's threatening to tear my house apart. <laughs> I wanna know what people are having to say about this now. Do snakes have lips? See, with, with Ellie, I just made the same face. Like with least... Ellie, I would. This is so weird. With Ellie, I would say yes, but with Harley, I would say no. He does. If you look, like when he opens his mouth, you can actually see like a little, a little rim that's like raised. Yeah, like I stared just... at it while he takes forever to eat his mouse. Oh yeah. Okay. People have provided photographic evidence. Yeah. Like, with my two current cats, you really can't see them again, because Nyx being all black, they just blend. And with Luna, she's too furry. But one of my previous cats, Bella, um, a brown tabby, it always cracked me up, and I actually said, you know, made fun of her out loud <laughs> on a regular basis, actually, that her lips were black. Interesting. Because it just, like, yeah, it was such a high contrast, and it just cracked me up. Like, I, that can't be the right color for them. Um, and so I would just sometimes start laughing, like, look at your little black lips! Whoa, okay. Here's, so here's, a, here's a fun thing in the replies to this do cats have lips thing. Yes, but here's a fun fact. They can't drink through a straw if they wanted to. They can or can't? They would be unable to drink from uh, a straw. Yeah, I don't think they would get a good enough seal. You can't, like, yeah, right, right. That's fa like uh, this is absolutely fascinating to me because I just, same with dogs. I just never thought of it. Thank you, Twitter user at Steve Novak PPR. I know that dogs drink with the underside of their tongue, which is still yeah. Crazy. I always thought yeah. it was like yeah, like like you just part. pick it up, but it's like they scoop it with the under like that's so. And weird. I'm always and I'm like surprised that they're able to accomplish anything that way. Although I it's... mean, my dog she does get water in her beard. Oh, no. Echo leaves more water on the floor than she gets in her. Oh, my God. But, like, I know forever I just assumed that was the case until I saw that slow motion video. And yeah, then, and I like, like, I saw it when Echo would drink, which is weird because, like, I've seen her drink water before. But it took seeing that video to be like, oh. I think it's always funny when drink. dogs, like, get a mouthful of water and then they'll just, like, walk away as it, like, drips and, like, blood, <laughs> let it just drip out of their mouth. <laughs> My dog does not do that, but I knew someone's dog who did, and you could not wear socks in the kitchen. <laughs> like, you had to be wearing slippers, or it was almost inevitable that you were going to step in a little puddle. I mean, I don't know if this kind of, like, ruins the fun, but I do have a specific definition. 
Sure, why not? I mean, we have other things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Defined as either of the two fleshy parts which form the upper and lower edges of the opening of the mouth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, technically, I mean, every every living thing's gonna have flesh there. Yeah. I really hate the word flesh, by the way. It's just weird. Yeah, no, it's bad. And also, it's bad for, like, multiple reasons, especially after having listened to the Magnus Archives. Yep. I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> An entity I would never, ever serve. I just looked up the definition of fleshy. <laughs> Ooh, bad. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. <laughs> I want to know. So, first of all, there's a parenthetical of a person or part of the body having a substantial amount of flesh. Plump. So that's really helpful, having a substantial amount of flesh. (coughs) And they used to always scream at us in school whenever we would, like, have to write down definitions. Yeah, don't use the word definition. I'm like, (laughs) and then you go to, like, an actual dictionary. And And it's like, road as defined by road well and now i looked up the word flesh oh god here we go (laughs) the soft substance consisting of muscle and fat that is found between the skin and bones of an animal or a human so we can really go down a rabbit hole on this yeah yeah well there's no words in there i need feel like i want to google so but i think based on that if it's that you know soft substance muscle and fat Cats definitely have that on the openings. As do snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything with the mouth as lips, basically, I guess, would be the conclusion. It's always funny to me when Ellie, like, presses her, like, nose up against the glass, because just the way her head is shaped and, like, the way the scales around her mouth are shaped, it looks like it would be, like, armored. But then she, like, presses her face up against the glass and it goes squish. And I'm like, he you. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. I really am. It's... She's wonderful. Okay, well, that did not take as long as I thought it was going to take. But that's okay. (laughs) We can move on to our next question. I think a lot of these questions... I think the next two questions were provided by you, Abruxy, if you would like to read the next one for our friends. Yeah, uh... I feel like this is a tricky one in a way. Uh, question being, if you had the option, would you choose to live forever? Absolutely oh, no. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was not as controversial as I expected. I mean, I am I am 23 and I have already had enough. I'm literally going to, like, I'm at the point in my life where I'm going to snap my glasses in half because I've seen enough. I just, I'm ready. Let's like, you know what? I'm ready to be done perceiving. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, To quote Miss Coco Peru, garden as though you will live forever. No, I don't want to live that long. And I will link the video that that's from because it's wonderful. Um, But yeah, no, if I could choose to live for like longer than the average human lifetime, hell yeah, I want to see some, I want to see what kind of funky shit goes down in the future, but forever? Absolutely not. No, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's my basic feeling. Forever would be awful. Just watching everybody you love die and yeah, uh, getting just tired of everything. That would would be be terrible. But again, if I could, if I could stick around for a little bit extra, 
I'd, I'd like, like, like uh, 150, 200 years. Like, yeah. like, like sea turtle range. Yeah. 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 But like, like that would be cool. Where do we get that deal? Yeah, like <laughs> if I could witness, like, witness and have functioning, like, not like be like a small child and not remember anything. If I could witness and have functioning memories of like a century and some change, I'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Which actually, this kind of makes me think of a question that I like had in my head to write down and then forgot to write down before I did, before I actually like went and did the action. Um, so here's my thing. Um, and actually, I th the thing that inspired this was um, the passing of the iconic Betty White rip. Sorry, guys. I did not mean to be the one to... Uh... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was like, guys, what? Betty, no! <laughs> literally, I put this in the group chat, but I, like, literally, I, like, I was on the on my bike in the basement, and I screamed, no! When I went and confirmed it on the internet. And then two seconds later, I get a phone call from my mom. Because she heard me scream in the basement. She goes, did you just find out? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, but she was almost 100. And here's yeah. my thing. People who grew up, like, you, we have regularly heard of people who grew up in an era where, like, lead paint was a thing. And, like, doctors were recommending cigarettes. And people who, like, lived through that era have uh, somewhat on the regular lived past a hundred so my question is under the like absolute ideal conditions how long do you think a human could last doctors believe that the first man to live past 150 has already been born i believe i am that man <laughs> i know the record I is 122 some yeah it no again, it, it is going to be chris traeger like, hands down, no questions asked. Am I an idiot for not knowing who that is? No. Oh, uh... uh, Literally... uh Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love him so much. Not the actor, necessarily, but the character. Oh, of course. Wait, yeah. It took me a second, because I assumed you were talking about a real person, and I was like, I know that name. Oh, what? No, what? Yeah, no. No, he runs a, a fictional city in Indiana. <laughs> but no, like, think about it. Like, the oldest living person on record, like, whenever they were born, like, they were definitely, like, you know, there was, like, cancerous shit and everything. And they, like, lived through that and still made it to 122. So I, I want to think under the absolute ideal conditions, like... And again, this is probably not, like, this isn't, like, achievable. This is, like, a mind experiment. Like, absolute, like, perfect, like, environment, diet, exercise. Diet, exercise, yeah. For their entire life, how long do we think a human person can last? At least into the 130s. Yeah. Like, at, minimally. Could you reach 150? I mean, That might maybe... be pushing it. No, it, it it might be, but but the thing is, if you were to have somebody who were who was born now, right now, you don't have the technology for it. But as they grow up and hit maybe seventy, you would start to develop the technology to really um, stretch out how far, how long somebody can live. 
because you would also have to incorporate all of, all the new technologies that we're developing as this person is living. But yeah, and I mean, um, like again, without getting too into the like actual like what's theoretically possible, just like under like you know absolute perfect environment, diet, exercise, everything. I feel like one fifty might be pushing it, but maybe. I think the problem is, though, like, regardless of how well you take care of yourself, once you hit a certain point, things just start falling apart. This is you true. Know? Yeah. That's wearing out. By the time you're, like, 60s, 70s, your joints start getting bad. You might have some heart or blood pressure issues. And you're just freaking tired, man. It's and that first visit to the doctor where you're like, this hurts. And they're like, yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, if we're talking about somebody living to 150, that means like half of their life is going to be of, of that quality. And even if we do develop the technology to, oh, like, oh, your, your knees are bad, we'll replace your knees. Oh, we got this new medication or whatever. At a certain point, it's kind of like having a car. Yeah, okay, I completely yeah. get that. Technically, you can fix pretty much anything on a car, right? You can replace like any part on a car. But there reaches a certain point where it's so much time and effort, and it isn't worth the resources. Yes, but also, what if you are the car? Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's 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 my point. Yeah. Oh no, I I don't disagree, and that's why I don't want to live forever because my first seventy years would be fine, and then the next, you know, infinity would suck. Yeah, but I mean, but that's that's exactly the point I'm making: is imagining yourself as that car. Um, and I think after a while, I just wouldn't think it was worth it to be You're completely yeah. correct. However, I do want to say, as a person, like, you know, I'm not thinking about this, like, I mean, I am thinking about this quote unquote scientifically, but I am, I am no scientist, but I am thinking based on what, you know, my passing understanding of several different branches of science, if every, like, again, in a hypothetical perfect world, everything is perfect. I feel like you will start falling apart a little later. Uh, I mean, it also heavily varies from person to person. Well, there's always that story of, like, the one ninety-year-old who's, like, running the marathon. There's, like, shuffling along. But, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So, like, again, yeah. like... And, like, those are people who are, like, you know, take their, like, health and wellness very, very seriously. So, like, yeah. essentially that in a controlled sort of experiment environment, like, I feel like that's the person you would end up with. If I'm not even more, better. Like a Truman Show style yeah. like, community like you get to customize everything interesting but yeah no, i feel like you could definitely we... like under absolute ideal conditions you definitely start falling apart later and i think you could definitely last to, like 125 minimum yeah i just don't know if it'd be worth it would it be worth it i don't know could it happen under the absolute perfect conditions? I'm going to say, as a, not a scientist, I'm going to say yeah. I mean, yes, but also it doesn't even have to be perfect conditions. There's all these stories of people who, like, you know, ate red meat every single day of their lives, never even saw a vegetable, yeah, never exactly. exercised. And, and literally, that's, that's, why I think, that's why I think under, like, the, like, you know, well, if everything was perfect, you could totally make it to 150. I think you also, though, just need um, basically fortunate genetics. You do need good genes. 
because I think that's what those people who, who live despite their lifestyle, I think that that's what they have. They just have the right genes. Yeah, like, some people are simply going to stick around. Like, my one biology professor was telling a story about how her, like, hundred-and-something-year-old, like, either grandma or great-grandma who used to, like, walk to the end of the driveway with her oxygen tank to smoke a cigarette. And, like, she was like, it it didn't matter that, like, she had smoked cigarettes her entire life. She was just, like, in her genetic code, she was just gonna stick around. Oh, my great-grandfather, my, um, on my dad's side, my abuel, um, abuelito, he, he was one of those people, I don't remember if he smoked, but he may have, but, but, you know, Hispanics would eat a lot of red meat. Um, he went into a coma when he was 99, um, came out of it for his 100th birthday, Bruh. and then passed away two weeks later. He oh. came out of his coma at 99 years old. That's, like, insane. He like, said, I'm going family... on my terms. No one else's. Yeah. yeah. He he was awake to celebrate his 100th birthday. <laughs> that's, pretty, yeah. that's pretty baller. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah. Um, I just keep well, coming yeah, back people to People on this. the death side of the family tend to live, like, well in, like well into their 90s, at least. So, I guess and in our kind same of, like, mom. quote, unquote, mental experiment here, you'd have to, like, remove... Or assume perfect genetics, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, just hypothetical perfect environment. So like perfect genes, perfect environment, perfect diet, exercise. I'm gonna say 150 easily. Mm. It's just my red hot take. Again, I'm not a scientist. It'll be rare though, because the number of people who actually put in that amount of effort, <laughs> like into true. being healthy and all that. This is very yeah. and then the odds of that coinciding with good genes. It's not gonna be uh I like to think I Chris do Chris Traeger, man. I like it's to be Chris Traeger. I like to think I do a really good uh pretty good job of trying to be as healthy as I can, but not at the detriment of like never enjoying like, you know, my mom's homemade cookies. Cause is life really worth it if I never have those small little pleasures of like, you know, a fresh baked well, pie? I think not. Yeah, that's the other thing. If I ate perfectly, like, I'd be could I miserable? Like, could I live maybe seven or ten years longer? Probably, but 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 I'd have way less fun. Why? Yeah, yeah it, it, exactly. But like, I would just be miserable for longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so again, maybe it wouldn't even be that much fun. I yeah think it is theoretically possible. Probably wouldn't enjoy it. When I eat garbage, I'm like, it's okay. I'm paying for this with the last, like, five years of my life being shaved off. Like, I've paid for it. Yeah. And like, also, like, I have again, accepted. Like, if I'm, if it's, if I'm 96, if I'm, like, you know, genetically coded to live to, like, 96 or whatever, and I'm shaving a little off of that by enjoying myself now, whatever, man. I'm just going to be sitting in a rocking chair at 96. I might as yeah. well, like, order a second cocktail now. Yeah. I'm sitting in a rocking chair an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here's but it is a very modern IKEA rocking chair. Okay. It's very it's very fancy. I do think that and it's like, well, if I'm not doing anything when I'm old, like like what's the point of sticking around anyways and why not just enjoy things now? But then I think of like Jimmy Carter. Like Mans is in his nineties and still building homes. Like that's like that just makes me embarrassed for my future self. 
because I know I'm likely not going to be doing that. Because <laughs> one, I'm not building people's homes now, but also just like <laughs> it's probably yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like there are not to you know wish my <laughs> life away. There are things about being about like that part of your life that do sound re about like being old that do sound kind of nice. Like I don't know, just gra sorry, just, just grandma things. Speaking of like being old, do you guys remember when death panels were a thing in America, and that was like the big the big scare around Obamacare was that they were gonna like decide like what old people were worth keeping alive, and it was like the whole 2011 Sarah Palin like like they're gonna oh my god that was literally so funny like <laughs> as if that isn't going as if like. The same as if not on. 10 years after that the lieutenant governor of texas was like kill the old people for covid yeah or or, or, or for the economy yeah like like he literally said they'll happily die to save the economy disgusting i was like um i don't know one old person who's like it's ridiculous i don't know that many old people I do. Thanks. Thanks, work. <laughs> Although it was really funny when I was um, riding up to our um, construction site with one of the other guys on the maintenance crew in like one of the work trucks, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like one of my like my youngest daughter is like your age. My oldest is like thirty six or something." I was like, "Oh, my dad just turned 70. He's like, "I am fifty eight. <laughs> so that's always fun. I am a child. I know a lot of people, though, who, like, don't drink water, who, like, won't even look at a vegetable. Okay, and well, that makes me feel a lot better about myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know people Sips who water. are, like, <laughs> yeah, who will, like, you know, go to a restaurant and order a cheeseburger and then take off the lettuce and tomato. <laughs> okay, I'll take <laughs> off the tomato. But it's still just, like... Extra. The only thing on there that was a little... But redeemable in any way. Yeah. And, like, picks vegetables. Oh, they put vegetables in my pasta. It's like, just just eat them. Just, you gotta acquire I love a good chicken and broccoli, Alfredo. Well, that's very fatty. I mean, here's the thing. It is, but, like, you are still You're technically getting something from the vegetables. Like, it's yeah. marginally better if you don't pick out the vegetables. And I mean, like, it's Alfredo. Does it really matter? Just eat the broccoli. Yeah. Yeah, they're covered in cheese sauce. Yeah, who cares? But the thing that makes me mad is those people will probably outlive me. <laughs> the people that don't eat vegetables and don't drink water. Yeah, well, you know, it's... I mean, you can't understate the role that genetics plays because there are those people who are going to chain smoke their whole lives and never look at a plant and like live to be 90 and then there are going to be the people who are perfectly healthy run every day or whatever and you know eat really well and then have a heart attack at 42 like it, it's but messed also, up that way but two slightly un statistically less likely extremes So, I feel like taking care... I mean, I'd like to think that taking care of yourself 
definitely comes into account. I mean, yeah. I would like to too, but it's also entirely possible I get hit by a car tomorrow morning on my run. Like Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is taking yeah, I just a long get- turn. <laughs> I get frustrated sometimes because, you know, I work out every day, I eat pretty healthy, you know, lots of fruits and veggies and whole grains and all that stuff, and I work really hard at it, uh, and I drink an insane amount of water, and then I have friends who, um, you know, don't eat vegetables and don't drink water, and they have, like, no health problems whatsoever, whereas I take, like, you know, 11 pills a day for various medical issues. <laughs> It's like, it makes me so mad, especially when they brag about like, oh yeah, no, I never eat that stuff. I'm just, you know, stop doing that. I feel as though at least some of those people, it is going to catch up to them sooner or later. Oh, well, no, absolutely. Like, because there's so much that happens inside that you don't see. Yeah. Um, I, I forget the name for the fat, but like the internal fat that like hugs your organs, that's so much more worse for you than whatever the other fat is. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. I this is gonna sound funny, but like I I started drinking water just like more. I don't know. I feel like whenever I would eat a meal, I would just have something not water with it, and I've just started not getting other things and drinking water, and I feel better and like. I do. Small love, I mean, like now it's one of those things. Now it's like because I like pretty much just like only drink water and tea throughout the day so like if i go to like a restaurant maybe i'll get like maybe i'll get like a root beer oh i could never order water as as my drink at a restaurant yeah no i'm already at a restaurant paying for never food. do that 
like, like give me <laughs> give me the Shirley Temple, please. Yeah, no, like I want my thing to be one hundred percent high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, no. If uh, I'm at a restaurant, I'm, I'm home... doing things I do not do at home. Yeah. Even if it's just going out for five guys, give me the strawberry Fanta. Well, it's like okay, my French fries are already a thousand calories. Am I really gonna like, like, draw the line at a lemonade? Yeah, no. no. Give me, give me the strawberry Fanta. <laughs> I yeah, drink like two of these every single day when I'm at home. So I always drink water at restaurants just because sometimes certain kinds of food I feel like having a soda or sweet drink kind of ruins it for me. The only exception right. being fast food. Like I have to have mm-hmm. soda with fast food. That yeah imagine having water with like french fries yeah no that's just like and that's like again just the whole notion of fast food you're supposed to get a soda you're supposed to get a lemonade that's just like i I don't care if you have the option for water technically but like culturally that is how it works that is what you are supposed to do this is america yeah this is america you get a freaking (laughs) soda with your fast food yeah i mean but if i go to a sit-down restaurant i always order water the exception being if I'm drinking booze. Like, if I'm going to a Mexican restaurant, margarita. Margarita, baby. Off the line, you know? So those would be the exceptions, but I don't order soda at restaurants, like sit-down places. Mm, sit-down places, like, I if it's like a... Them. Sometimes, if it's like a nicer restaurant, and I don't want, like... And I don't actually want, like, a cocktail, I'll get, like, a Shirley Temple, because it's, like, a little fancy. Like, a little, like, a, a little fancier. <laughs> And it doesn't feel as wrong as being like, I have this nice dinner. Can I get a root beer, please? Like the Shirley Temple feel. I like. I feel like that's allowed. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> I feel like that's allowed, but I usually don't order water in a restaurant. Although sometimes if they're like, "Do you want sparkling water?" I'll be like, "Oh hell yes, I want sparkling water." I feel like we need to stop talking about food because I am hungry. <laughs> you know, I I need to eat as well, and I already okay. know what I'm eating, and it's not remotely healthy. Oh. No, well, look yeah. at our next question. I had egg whites with peppers this morning, and then I had a protein shake, and that's all I've eaten today, so. This protein shake sometimes upset my stomach. Oh, good, yeah, the next question. <laughs> Oops. Yes. You also provided this one. Um, this is going to be one of those things that I have a strong opinion about, strongish, and probably nobody's going to agree with me but I feel very passionately about it. The question being, should pizza slices be triangles or squares? Well, if your opinion is the one that goes against the grain, I'm guessing you are pro-square. Interesting. See, here's the thing. Square cheese pizza is youth group pizza. Yeah. Like, as somebody who came up through like religion and just a church yeah no it's youth group that pizza. is youth group pizza <laughs> but also here's my thing there are things i like about both honestly i love like a, like with the cir- like circle pizza with triangle slices like especially like a really nice like really thin crust pizza and like the first the little the biting off the point is just so satisfying to me i absolutely love that however I love a good corner piece on a square pizza. I love the corner piece. But you can't fold. Yeah. You I can't don't fold, fold my pizza, pizza anyway. 
but it doesn't fold naturally. Like the triangle is perfectly symmetrical and comes together with a corner square piece. It, it doesn't matter. I don't fold my pizza anyway. There's no New York City style pizza that folds. Like the rest of the country does not fold their pizza. I feel like the country folds its pizza. I've literally never done that in my I've life. I've never folded my pizza in my entire life. I've never seen anyone do it. Oh my god, wait, have you guys seen the video of that person reacting to the person reacting to the Chicago style pizza? It's underneath the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, where is the cheese? It's under the sauce. sauce. I'm Italian and this is her new me. It's from Chicago. I will link that with this episode as well. That video makes me laugh every time. I do. Yeah, it is funny. I do love it. Yeah, I... I mean, I, I will... Pizza's pizza. I will eat yeah, pizza. I'm not, I mean, I'm yeah. not, if I'm 100%. being given pizza, I am not complaining. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and I've had people agree with me on this, so I know I'm not crazy. If you go to some sort of function where they've ordered just, like, giant sheets of pizza, and you know, square-cut pizza, and then it's just been sitting out for, like, a couple of hours, for some reason, that is, like, peak pizza. No. Oh, no, it's amazing. No. I love me some, like, cheap pizza that's been sitting out for a couple of hours from Pizza Place. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good no that i, I get that i i don't think i'm there in that i can like agree 100 but i i get it enough something special about it there there is there it's it's almost like i don't know it, it's like you are there at this event and that pizza went through the event with you <laughs> and now <laughs> That's so philosophical. I'm thinking specifically, like, my most recent experience with this is our local library has, like, cool events, and they had a Game of Thrones party, like, I don't know, four years ago or something that I went to, and they had these giant boxes of pizza, and it was cold, and it just been sitting there for a couple of hours, and that pizza has, like, never tasted so good in my life, I swear. The best old pizza I ever had. I went, I, I was in college. And I had gotten pizza with some friends. It was like the last day of our like some club civic action group. And we got pizza and then we went out that night. And we went out and we went bar hopping and partied and it was a lot of fun and this was all pre COVID of and course. Then you went and back then and there was the pizza. Well, and then we, we we went back and we knocked out and like but then that morning, um I took some pizza home and on my drive home I was eating it. That hit really hard. That pizza smacked so hard. Okay, like, I gotta say, there is something even though it was about... out all night. It was out all night. Like yeah. I gotta yeah. say, there is something absolutely wonderful about just like god awful food when you're wasted. Yeah. Like the I mean, I think this is kind of like a universal thing. Like the any kind of like U Hots type thing, like the one shitty restaurant that's open at three AM when like everyone's leaving like the clubs or the frats or whatever mm-hmm. and it's and Waffle like house. you know it's terrible like it like if you eat it sober it does not taste good it is not good food or if you want to eat something that's good both while you're drunk and not drunk that's open late db dose calzones they're oh. until three in the morning those i love db dose so much i did not know they were a chain 
Oh yeah, they have all. They have one by my campus at Ohio State. There's, there's okay. one for me here. I uh, we've gotten drunk. Tells I only know the great. one. I only know the one in in Albany on Lark Street that my friends and I would always order from at like two in the morning. Hell yeah! And dude. like that, and but no, you're absolutely right. That food is good, like just on its own, independent of like your own mental state. <laughs> the mac and cheese calzone. Ugh. I got an email from uh, Grubhub, like you know, year in review kind of thing, and apparently that was the place I ordered from the most in the past year. That doesn't shock me. That does not shock me at all. Surprises me because the Chinese place a mile from me. I feel like I go there all the time. And apparently, I went to DPD more. I love DPD. But anyway, well, pizza, I, um... I do miss Empire Walk in Del Mar. That place is really good. Thinking about Chinese food. That's another food that, like, is absolutely incredible when you're drunk and also fantastic when you're sober. Yeah. It's good anytime. It's amazing. Again. And, like, because, like, sometimes, like, the, you know, your local Chinese place is open until, like, a ridiculous hour. Just, Same with like, Denny's. Especially Denny's is because only good drunk. I disagree. I mean, like, the pancakes, you can't screw up a pancake, but, like. Also disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I got, okay, here's the thing. Somebody the food may be good whether you're drunk. The food up. may be good whether you're drunk or sober. The vibe of a Denny's only good drunk. Waffle House. I've never set foot in a Waffle House, and at okay. this point, I'm afraid to. Actually, I actually do like the vibe at a Denny's, but I have also never been. Oh, okay. Funny story about Waffle House. My family and I, years ago when I was a kid, were driving to Florida and from New York, and we were driving all night. Ew. So like my parents were switching on and off and my dad who is colombian and from colombia did not really drink coffee and we stopped at a waffle house at three in the morning and he asked them for decaf coffee or no he didn't drink coffee he didn't do caffeine and they were like it's three in the morning we don't have any decaf coffee because all of our clientele are either truckers or wasted <laughs> And he just kind of got, like, not laughed at, but kind of laughed out of the Waffle House. They were like, um, oh we God. don't have decaf coffee at three in the morning at this pit stop or rest stop or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, no, that, do that, that does track. Yeah. And then he came back, and, of course, we all laughed at him. We are like, you tried to order decaf coffee. So That is pretty funny. Yeah, no, I think the vibe, the vibe of a Denny's is ideal when drunk. I have done a lot of work at Denny's. Like, I'll bring my computer and and legal pad and like set up shop. I've never done anything like that in my life. Um, Denny's, many many a Panera bread. I've done that. Starbucks, various local coffee houses. I never really got into Panera. Like, it's good, and I've enjoyed it when I go. But like, it was never really my thing. I enjoy the Panera mac and cheese from time to time. They also have a really good um. Like a salad with dried apple slices and chicken. It's delicious. Oh, I know what you're talking about. They have good breakfast, actually. Oh my god! One time, my friend. What? This was at a high school. This was after a high school graduation party. Um, our friend, for her graduation party, rented a bounce house because she was like, "In my graduation party, we can do what we want." And the company that was like supposed to take the bounce house like left just like left it for an extra day for whatever reason. So, <laughs> me. And three other girls 
slept in the bounce house overnight. Yeah, you got to get a sleeping bag and get up in We there. slept in the and it was delightful. It was really comfy, I'm not going to lie. Um, but we slept in the bounce house and then we woke up at 6 a.m. to the bounce house deflating around us because it had been running for over 48 hours and the safety timer went off. <laughs> um, and then we went to Panera for breakfast and it was really nice. You know who has vegan French toast sticks? Do tell. Burger King. The last place you think to look. Yeah, I know. I like like like. I don't think they make them vegan. I think like accidentally vegan. But like, I can eat the French toast sticks from Burger King, and I have, and they are actually pretty good. I don't think I have consumed a French toast stick since grade school. Oh, I don't think I have either until I found out they have them at Burger King. I haven't in like four months. I get the fancy ones though, and I have a bourbon barrel aged maple syrup that I define fancy ones. I had that. Um, had, not like um, you know, Echo or whatever. They're, oh yeah, you know, nice. I don't know. Maple syrup from bourbon barrels hits so hard, and it's so good. Okay, since we're still <laughs> we're just talking about food now. Um, Dang it! <laughs> Oh, people... but I did have something specific to say about pizza, but... Finish that thought, because this could lead us down a separate rabbit hole. I mean, so, part of the reason why I have such a strong feeling about square pizza is because that's the kind of pizza that I grew up on. Um, where I'm from, there's actually a style of pizza called Ohio Valley Pizza. And it is all... It's all cooked on big trays, so cut into squares from these big trays. And it's really crispy on the bottom, um, which is delightful. You bite into it and it crunches. And when you put it in the oven, you put on the sauce and just a little bit of cheese. And then when it comes out of the oven, they take a big handful of cheese and drop it on top. And you're supposed to eat it right is it away. Like this? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to look it up. <laughs> so you get both the hot melty cheese, but also like the cold cheese at the same time. And it's really cheesy. And that's why it's always sold individually by the slice because it's meant to be eaten immediately. So you go to the pizza shop, you order, you know, I want two slices with mushrooms or something like that. And so then they'll pull up the tray out of the oven, they'll toss on your mushrooms, put it back in the heat up, pull it back out, handful of mozzarella cheese, and you eat it. There is nothing that hits harder than when you come home drunk at 3 a.m. and stumble to the fridge and start just eating shredded cheese out of the bag. <laughs> It's exactly what you're going to say. It's so good. <laughs> but it's it's just a very special kind of pizza. And that was like, aside from chains like Pizza Hut, that was the only kind of pizza that I had growing up. And I just thought that that was normal, that you could go anywhere and just get square cut pizza by the slice and it would be crunchy and cheesy. And then I, when I first moved away from my hometown and realized that that was not true, I was very, very sad. That's tragic. <laughs> And I, I still, when I go home to visit, like, my family and stuff, I try to make sure I get it at least once while I'm there. Beautiful. Because it's just, yeah, there's nothing else like it. Yeah, no, and like, it, that's, that is. the fact that I grew up in New York, like, people are always like, yeah. oh, yeah, New York, like, New York style pizza, like, there really isn't a twist on it. No, New York like style pizza set the is standard. a giant piece, is a giant triangle on two paper plates. Correct. That 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 are mostly grease and very little integrity. Yep. Absolutely. It's good stuff. 
Although I do love Chicago style pizza very much. Except it has no cheese. Yeah, no. No cheese. It's under the sauce. It's under the sauce. <laughs> Where's the cheese? It's under the it's sauce. It's backwards. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> okay, but the thing no, the thing I was gonna say, because you guys were talking about the bourbon maple syrup, which like delicious. Mm-hmm. But um yep. every single person in my family except me prefers like the Mrs. Butterworths to real maple syrup and i cannot stand it it drives me insane you know i recently tried like one of the fake maple syrups it's and literally could not simply and i mean here's the thing i liked it, it as a little kid because like yeah. duh, it, sugar <laughs> but like it is simple like as an adult with like you know any sort of refined like quote-unquote refined past childhood tastes it is simply bad yeah can you guys hear her meowing repeatedly? No, actually. No. I told her she's late. We're done with the cat lip segment. <laughs> oh, rude. Which one? Who we got here? Small void. Small void. Boo-boo. She is afraid to jump up on my lap because she jumped up yesterday when I wasn't looking and startled me. And so, like, I jumped and she scratched my lap, like, fleeing. Oh, no. And so she keeps jumping up like this, like a dog on her hind legs. Oh. <laughs> Baby. Oh, there she is. Hello. Hello. You've been making such frequent appearances. Thank you. I think, I don't know if it's because it's gotten colder, but I cannot keep her off of me most of the time. Boo-boo. I keep telling her I'm not a cat bed, and she does not believe me. I told her my sole function in life is not to serve as her mattress. Well, she doesn't know that, and she doesn't need to. And it's very sad if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm not laying down so she can't lay on my chest, she'll start just popping at me. It's things like this that make me want to get a cat. Pathetic. <laughs> you can't tell if she has lips. It's all just... No, hello, miss. <laughs> hello, missy. Um, but yet, like, I don't understand how people live like that. No. Well, I mean, to be fair, I grew up on stuff like that, and I don't know when I first had real maple syrup. Maybe I had it here and there as a kid, but we only ever had Mrs. Butterworths. Yeah, pretty much when I was a kid. I think, like... We used to go to Vermont. We did too. For like to get like maple syrup festivals. Oh, not quite that, but like to get our like to get our Christmas tree. Like it was part of a trip. Got really excited for a second. No, I'm sorry. It was like part like a thing we would do. We would like go stay in this cute little like hotel, and we would go like pick up our tree and all this fun stuff. But like I'm pretty sure that's where I wound up trying it, and I like have preferred it ever since. Yeah. Wait, quick thing. Speaking of Vermont, um, guess who's going to New England this month? Is it you? As in me, I'm and I'm very excited. But Tell yes, um, our family did go to Vermont for the maple syrup festivals, and that they were amazing. Delightful! Oh my god! Oh, and and you would like watch them make it, and it, and it would be like freezing and frigid, and like it's very hot inside, and the whole place, you know, I would say reeks, but you think of reek as like a bad thing, but just like it's, it's so. Yeah, like that's all. You, oh my God, it is. That sounds. So well. and, and 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 you know you get closer because as you're driving by all, all the trees, you see they all have like the little things tapped into them, and like that's how you know. That's wonderful. Oh, I love everything charming. about that so much. Wow, yeah, that's gonna that's on my bucket list now. Oh, you, you definitely need to go. Hell yeah. A good specific food festival, like a whole festival that's about one thing. Cinnamon festival. <laughs> <laughs> Things um. 
about an hour from where I live, there's an annual grape festival there where you can get like literally anything made out of grapes or grape flavored. Um, last, they haven't had any, well, no, they didn't have it last year. I don't know, pandemic stuff. Anyway, um, but I, the last time I went, I had like grape pie and a grape cookie and some grape ice cream. Uh, there were a bunch of grape bread, which I didn't know was a thing. Interesting. Um, but also, of course, there was wine, wine tasting and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But it was like everything grape. And I was like, yes, what's this other thing that has grape? I will eat that. Wonderful. Love it. And I don't get tired of it. I'm just like, no, new, new ways to experience grapes. I enjoy grapes. <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah. I really haven't eaten many grapes since getting Echo, but I do like them a lot. Yeah, that's a big a, fan. They might be. We usually, uh, we usually have a couple usually. bunches in our in our fridge. Like, yeah. Especially in summer. They might be my favorite fruit. I don't know. I choked on a grape when I was like two, Bruh. or four, and my uncle did like the Heimlich thingy. Jeez. Yeah. My favorite fruit is kiwi. Ooh, I love a good kiwi. I feel like I it has a super, it has a super similar taste to a strawberry. You just get more of it at once. Oh, don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, no, it doesn't taste similar to me at all. Well, they got the same kind of, like, tart thing going on. That makes me think of what we talked about last week of, like, not knowing if people experience colors in the same way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe my sense yeah. of taste is just fucked up. <laughs> it could very like, well maybe, be. And maybe maybe I just don't know. Maybe somehow it tastes different to you than it tastes us. It has a very similar texture, too, I feel like. Yeah. And I hate having to get all the skin off of it. It feels like too much work. Yeah, that is a pain. I don't That's mind what about grapes. You just rinse those suckers off and you eat them. That's another you thing I, enjo I enjoy off, about... Right? That's a thing I enjoy about strawberries. You rinse them off. You have a built-in handle. Job done. But if you want to have them in something, you have to cut them up. Like, I put them in yogurt. That's kind of a pain, but, you know. Life, Whatever, life yeah. is full of, of small concessions. <laughs> I put a lot of berries in my yogurt. It's like handful of blueberries, rinse. Ooh, I love a good raspberry. I do that with my cereal. I just throw all my fruit in my cereal. Red currants in the fridge. It makes me feel better. Wait, what do you have in the fridge? Red currants. I don't think I've ever bought them in my life. But they looked really good. I don't think I have ever eaten any form of currant outside of like jam. They're very tart. Beautiful. It's delightful. They're just like tiny, tiny little things. They look like grapes except miniature and red. Interesting. I keep forgetting they're in there, which is why I got so excited. I was like, oh yeah, I bought those currants. Well, there you go. Snickety snacks for later. <laughs> they had currant-flavored things. I had no idea what they looked like. I'm surprised they're that tiny. It's sort of like cranberries. That way. Hmm. But smaller. Flavor-wise, though, they're like tart. I do love a good sour fruit. Anyway, would we like to yeah. uh, would we like to do our last question and then wrap it up for tonight? Because I think we're and eat food. Yeah, yeah. and then actually well, eat food. <laughs> well, my stomach is audibly growling. As we're all me. clearly hungry. Um, oh, <laughs> what is the cat doing? Because I did the cat. I was. What? Like, what? What? Who did what? <clears throat> Um, 
I just got this thing that I had to take the plastic off of, and apparently this is sticky, and it stuck to Nick's. <laughs> she was, and she was walking, trying to, like, get it off. Oh, no. Good bear. <laughs> she got all the way to my the next room, into my bedroom. Oh, no. Okay, so here's a question that I um, came across on Reddit. If we perforated paper towels at an angle, would they finally tear correctly instead of leaving that one awful scrap at the bottom? And this is, like, no. when you have your standing paper towel roll in a kitchen. No. I think they would. I, I, I'm i convinced that's not the case because it has nothing to do with the angle. As the fa- it has to do with the fact that it's a straight line. Mm-hmm. And 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 the reason is is that, like, when you tear it, it doesn't tear at an angle. You tear it and straight, and then you get that one little, like, nub at the end. I, th- I think it would. I don't know, man. Maybe this is just, like, maybe I'm just an idiot. I really think if we, like, perforated paper towels diagonally it would like it wouldn't leave the little scrap anymore i feel like that would almost be harder like like it doesn't yeah i mean i don't think it would have to be a particularly like extreme you just tilt it a little i really think it would work i don't know someone someone make them tell me if i'm right (laughs) i mean it would be interesting for sure I like the first comment under it that says, I demand this question be answered by Big Paper Towel. Capital, Big Paper Towel. It's a good question to demand that they answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would make a difference. But I also, like, I'm cautious about the way I rip my paper towel. I have a method, so I generally don't have that scrap. Oh, I don't have time for that. I also use the Viva towels, so they're, like, cloth-like, so they're, they tear less easily. Yeah, we just get the generic in my house. Yeah, I don't think it would. I I really do. And I don't know, like, I just have this conviction that it would work. I might be very wrong, but I'm gonna say... Bridget is a true believer. I am a true believer. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. Find a way to engineer it. Hmm? Try to engineer it. Like, uh get they have like the roller tools that put perforations in things oh, next yeah, up on shark tank like an work. inventor who's found an easier way to tear paper t- paper towels i mean the, the next episode and then you're gonna tear a regular one and and, and you're gonna be like there has to be a better way and that's how i'll make my millions and then kevin o'leary would be like what would keep some other company from doing this but also logistically, <laughs> if you angle the first one this way, the next one would have to be angled, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not seeing like a they would all with it. They would all be angled. You would end up with a weird triangle at the end, I guess. <clears throat> no, not necessarily. You would just start rolling from the one corner. Well, they'd have to cut that off at some point, though. Yeah. I mean, would they would all just be that would, and then you, yeah no you would have that weird triangle like the um the paper towel crust like at the very well i mean you i mean that well that wouldn't have to tear so it's fine it would just come off of the little cardboard tube oh my god and then if you have the triangle you put it under your pizza oh my god we are innovators Yo, <laughs> is this what it feels like to be benjamin franklin no, I feel like paper towels and pizza might not be the best idea because it might stick because of the moisture. 
like all the microwavable burritos I've ever had. They're like, wrap it in a paper towel and put it in the microwave. I'm like, no, I'm yeah, not following know. that. I'm not eating No, that. but but I don't really have I've a problem done with that before and it works out fine. Because the well, and the other thing is like, especially if you dampen paper towel beforehand. Like I was making uh, fajitas and I dampened my paper towel, put it on the the tortillas, and it, it didn't really. It just came right off. Like at one point, stuck a little bit, and then that just peeled off as well. You just reminded me of something so random because you said dampened paper towel. When I my first job, I worked in a concession stand when I was like. I think, like, 14 or 15, like, the earliest you are able to get your, like, whatever they call, like, your working papers. I worked in a concession stand for our, like, local Little League, and we had, like, those, like, microwavable, like, super pretzels that, like, you know, you, like, get them, like, you sprinkle a little water on it you, to make the salt mm-hmm. stick, you put the salt on, put it in the microwave, all that fun stuff. This one guy, <laughs> this guy who I, like, went to grade school and high school with, he was working there, too, and he had his, like, his method for making paper towels is that he would take his phone, he would put on Ave Maria, (laughs) he would, like, fold a paper towel into, like, this long, thin strip and dip it into a cup of water and, like, brush it onto the pretzel, just, like, like, very artistically, and then sprinkle the salt on and, like, you know, put it in the microwave and all that stuff. (laughs) God, it was just so funny and, like, so dumb. I'm thinking about Josh Lyman because I will ever forever associate the Ave Maria with Josh Lyman. I was just watching Wrestling last night. I love that. Oh my god, wait, wait, Brooks, did you see the video that I sent the group chat on Instagram of that guy sliding down the ice with the sunglasses? Oh my god. I I cannot keep up with you both and <laughs> like I that's spend maybe have... like 20th of the time on social media that you guys do. I'd like to have... jobs that like where there's downtime, you scroll. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Exactly. <laughs> downtime does not exist for me. <laughs> so, no, I haven't seen it yet. It was okay. Point. Okay. I gotta catch up. Yeah. I usually wait. I'm like, oh, I have like five minutes. Let me sit down and catch up with all the things. Gotta keep and up with the I... meme. Gotta keep up with the meme lords. Yeah, you can but... always tell when I've gotten home and I'm relaxing because I send like 15 things and then I don't do anything with the group chat for the rest of the day. You can literally always tell when I'm bored at work because I spam uh-huh. our meme chat, our <laughs> meme chats across multiple platforms. I've actually had that thought where I was like, you know, my phone's vibrating and looking at it. I'm like, oh, Bridget must be bored. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, but now I have to know which episodes of watching. Last night? Yeah. Um, I was back in season one. Okay. Which episode was it? Like, I just watched it. Um, oh, actually, no, a couple of them. But I was, the last one I watched was the one where, uh, Sam was going to go to the opera with Toby's daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, wait, that's really wait, what, what, no, was it Toby's daughter or Leo's daughter? Toby doesn't have kids. Oh, yeah, sorry. Leo, right? Yeah. And then he's like, I have to be re- really nice because, like, the the boss's daughter's coming in and she's like, that's me. And, oh, is that the one where he has to give the kids the tour and he's just, like, making shit no. up as he goes? That's, like, the first episode. Oh, is it? Okay. I don't know. Or that's either, like, the first or second episode. No, yeah. this was where um, Leo had 
couldn't use his opera ticket, so he gave him to Mallory. And then oh, she, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and so Leo oh, made a birthday message. So he could Yes, to, like, some <laughs> random deputy secretary. And he's like, and then at, at the yeah. end, like, Sam and Toby are, are just like, no, like, we have to get this right. And, like, really laboring over it. <laughs> and the president gets in on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is the left-wing corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well. Thank you for fighting with us, friends. There we That'll be my thing I say. The sign-off? Okay. Beautiful. We have a sign-off now. Thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will see you again next week. Adios. Bye, everybody. I'm going to say awkwardly bye. <laughs> This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.